You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio, from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G with you on a Thursday. It is Festivus, Christmas Eve tomorrow, Christmas on Saturday, and the NFL week, while well, it starts tonight. Let's bring on our guests on the Roman Guest Line, Eddie Egras of FanDuel, more ways to win, and Bally Sports West. We get ready for Week 16 Ed, we just finished week 15. Now we got week 16. Let's start with tonight, uh, a game that has big implications for each side of the conferences in the playoff race. San Francisco has been incredible now for, I'd say, about seven weeks or so, and the Titans have just kind of struggled along. They're still in good position to win the South. Tonight they are a three-point home underdog. What do you make of this game, Ed? Uh, 49ers at Titans. Well, it's one of those things where you look at the Titans last game and they were minus four in the turnover differential against the Steelers and they nearly won anyway uh, with a depleted wide receiver core with all of these problems. Uh, had it not been for just, you know, a tricky spot, the spot was correct. But, you know, had there been just an additional step forward or, or something like that then we may be having a very different conversation about the Titans. And so I do think the market is overreacting as far as that's concerned. But if you look at this season, and really, you know, over the last several seasons, but in particular this season, one trend that seems to be holding steadfast is when a team was, you know, significantly down in the turnover differential, you do see a bit of an uptick the following week. And I do believe that in a game like this, where two teams are relatively evenly matched, uh, if you look at overall offensive numbers, yeah, the 49ers have been a little bit better in large part because Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, has been a much better quarterback this year uh, than he has been, say, over the last few years. But I still believe that these teams are relatively even as far as strength is concerned. And I do believe that this is a bounce back opportunity for the Titans to where I would drop a couple of uh, units on the money line here. Maybe not two units, but definitely, you know, a couple of shekels uh, on the money line for the Titans in large part because I believe that this bounce back thing is very real and they cannot continue to be playing uh, bad, ugly football. At some point, this will turn around for them. Uh, Ed, want to hit the important stuff before we get to the rest of the card and hopefully some bowl games. Favorite Christmas movie? Immediate thought. Home Alone is really good. Home Alone 2 is really good. But I'm a sap (laughs) for a Christmas story. I am a sap for a Christmas story. I I can quote that film forever. I changed my opinion over the years. I used to watch it so many times every year. But, yeah, okay. Uh, Song. Uh, Favorite song. Uh, Last Christmas by Wham is really good. Uh, we don't talk about that one it. enough. I love yeah. it. Yeah. You've got to go off the board a little bit. Okay. Exactly. Very good. Uh, Buffalo, New England. 
Where are we here? Some books opened this as a pick 'em, and it was uh, bet back up. They're going back between two, two and a half. I don't think we'll get to three. Uh, Patriots, the favorite here, total of 43 and the hook. What do we think? I agree with you. We shouldn't get to three unless, uh, you know, there's some major news between now and then. I feel like this is going to be, a, you know, pretty volatile as far as that's concerned. Uh, first off, I like the over in this game. I think one of the worst bits of analysis that you could have coming in is looking at that last meeting and thinking that there's going to be any kind of similarity whatsoever. I mean, study Bill Belichick, you know, last season, two seasons, like, pick a time frame. Bill Belichick knows the importance of having different game plans against divisional opponents. And he understands that what happened in that last game is going to be nothing like what happens this go around. What is it? Uh, weather in Foxborough for that weekend is going to be in the 40s, mostly cloudy. It's not going to be that windy. The, the, the game conditions are going to be drastically different. And I also believe that, you know, the conditions were such to where even on third and long situations in that last meeting, they were still trying to run the football. That's that's an obviously inefficient thing to do. But I did I believe that Belichick did not trust Mac Jones in certain situations. And I do believe that with this sort of banged up secondary for the Bills, that uh, Mac Jones is going to have more opportunities to throw the ball. And I think this is a great opportunity for him to showcase that what happened last week was rather fluky. And he can get back to his winning ways. And as far as Buffalo is concerned, like I've mentioned before to you guys, I, I while the power numbers and the power metrics certainly love the Bills, there are paths for them to miss the playoffs altogether. And I feel like that this may be a time to supplement, you know, putting money where your mouth is. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about that. Before we get to the Christmas games, I want your thoughts on both Christmas games. I noticed your tie there. It looks like we have some reindeer. Is that? Am I seeing that correctly? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, reindeer playing football. Let's see. If okay. I can... well, yeah, we got. I see terrible, it. But yeah. yeah. So reindeer that leads playing me to football. The first question we had a, a little uh, debate earlier about reindeer. Uh, mm -hmm. The show seems to think Blitzen is a little bit underrated as a, as an all time reindeer. <laughs> Would you agree? Blitzen. Uh, Prancer <laughs> may be one of those you need to think about carefully because, okay. you know, prancing does not seem like one of the more important traits to being a reindeer. Uh, but I do feel like that in the Christmas spirit, when uh, we're willing to let go and let loose, that may be an underrated skill. So Prancer may be my pick. You might okay. want to fade Donner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a big game player. You, you, you just know no, 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 no. They, they, they never laugh. Uh, you know, whatever. Reindeer the EPA, CPOE on Don are way down. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <Terrible>. <laughs> and Christmas night, Colts, Cardinals. Colts coming off their biggest win of the season over the Patriots. Cardinals off their worst performance of the season. A loss to the Lions. The number is down to one and a half. What do you feel? Is this a bounce back spot for Arizona or are they in some big trouble as they play the Colts and Dallas the next couple weeks here? Well, it's interesting because if you look at this Arizona passing attack, yeah, they've got some great uh, weapons. And obviously DeAndre Hopkins coming into the season was supposed to be the guy, but I don't think he's been all that productive even when he was out there. And so yeah, there are some injury concerns uh, with Arizona, but I don't know if necessarily they're things that the Cardinals can't overcome in a situation like this. Here is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum when I was talking about uh, a team that, you know, had a bad turnover differential uh, the previous game, and then, you know, they, could, they have an opportunity to bounce back. I think with the Colts, you're probably going to see the other end of that, where they, they 
were the beneficiaries of a lot of things against the Patriots a week ago. Uh, you know, they stopped them on fourth down a couple of times. They blocked that punt for a touchdown, all of that stuff. And while I have the utmost respect for Jonathan Taylor and this run blocking for the Colts, it has been unbelievable. I still have a big, big concern that we, you know, Carson Wentz is still the quarterback for the Colts, right? And it's not like he has been playing out of his mind. Yeah, he is, you know, an RPO genius as far as knowing this, the, the play calling, play design, all of that stuff. But do you really trust that Carson Wentz is going to come through in a game where he may have to keep up passing-wise once Arizona sort of gets that, that rebound? I'm just not sure I can trust it in a situation like this. I think the Cardinals can take care of it. Ravens getting a field goal at the Bengals. Mm -hmm. We don't know the starting quarterback so far this week. Lamar Jackson has not been practicing. Uh, where are we going here? Harbaugh as an underdog, underdog great. I, I know people are down on Baltimore right now. Close, close losses by a total of four points. Three losses. First time that's ever happened in NFL history. Well, part of it is, do you trust Joe Burrow in a spot? And yeah, I know that this Ravens defense is a little bit banged up, but, you know, again, it's, you know, quarterback, you know, has the ball in his hands. And so he has more control over the overall outcome of the game. And there have been concerns about Joe Burrow over these last few weeks. And so I think that's one thing to keep in mind. Another issue here is I, I hate to say it doesn't matter who the quarterback is for Baltimore because Lamar Jackson, uh, you know, certainly is elite as far as I'm concerned. But there is something in terms of the overall run blocking for Baltimore that makes me believe that, uh, you know, Huntley or Jackson can run this offense to a decent clip and they're not being required to pass uh, at a high frequency to where, you know, mistakes are going to be made. I do believe that Baltimore can at least cover this number. At some point, things are going to bounce back as far as these two point conversion mishaps are concerned. And look, you can't look at the record uh, as the sole reason why a team is struggling. You have to dig deeper. And when you look at the Ravens, uh, this offense still has some mighty good weapons, and I trust them. So you, you mentioned the Huntley thing. It could be Huntley on on um, on Sunday. We'll see what Lamar, uh, how he feels and, and, and how that goes. So the numbers are three right now. If it is Huntley, obviously it's going to move. It's going to get a, mm -hmm. become a bigger number in favor of the, the Bengals covering. Do you think there'd be value there if the move is, is pretty big? I've been impressed with Huntley, and, and I'm with you. I don't think he's as good as Lamar. I think it is a downgrade, but he's not bad, and he can move that offense. I, I've liked what I've seen out of him. Yeah, Huntley coming out of college was underrated, someone we didn't talk about enough, and that, I think, matters in the grand scheme of things. And I think, too, and, and this is sort of a macroscopic view of things, but it's amazing how closing line value this season uh, really hasn't existed where you may get closing line value and it still doesn't seem to matter. So this is one of those rare instances where I know there is a temptation to want to get additional information. And oftentimes the number becomes sharper with additional intel. So you're better off just making an educated guess. Uh, but in a situation like this, where in terms of the season long, we have seen closing line value not mean very much, if anything, I, I'm with you. I'd rather wait a little bit and let the market naturally overreact to news that you and I know shouldn't make that much of a difference. Ed, is there an NFL side total we have not discussed that really stands out that you like this weekend? Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Uh, I think the Cowboys uh, are in a good position here against Washington, in large part because I what I did, uh, you know, I looked at Dak Prescott's uh, EPA per drop back uh, on turf and non-turf fields because there's some home road split with him uh, that is making me a, you know, a little queasy, uh, if you don't mind me saying so, um, because I don't necessarily believe in home road splits. I, I don't think they matter very much, but I do believe that as far as field conditions are concerned, there may be something there. And there is a drastic contrast uh, in terms of his EPA per drop back being top 10 on turf versus when he's playing at Washington or at the Meadowlands or something like that. It's more close. It's more uh, like bottom of the league, something like that. So the fact that this game is going to be uh, in Arlington at AT&T Stadium, uh, where, you know, full complement of receivers or close to it will be available for Dak. I think this is a great bounce back opportunity for him. And I expect them to handle this well. Ed, the other Christmas game, the Packers seven and a half point favorites against the Cleveland Browns. If the Browns, if I knew what I was getting there, if I knew Baker was back, if I, I'd feel pretty good about the Browns maybe keeping that game close because there's been a lot of close uh, Packer games recently. I don't know. It, it just it, The Packers are so weird. Their point differential still says they shouldn't be as good as they are, but they just win every week. What do you make of this game? And that is funny because I, I think I've lost a couple of bucks, uh, you know, betting the uh, sort of Pythagorean expectation as far as the Packers are concerned, waiting for them to fall back down to reality. And for some reason, it just hasn't happened. And now you have more important, say, serious conversations about Aaron Rodgers being in the MVP talk. And while I think that is legitimate, uh, I do wonder if part of that is is why the number is sort of where it is at this point. I still think the Packers can cover it um, in large part because, 
you know, is Baker Mayfield that big of a bump uh, at the quarterback position? I think the run game is still going to be really good for the Browns, and I still think the Packers invite the run a good bit, especially given how much they play dime. I think the over is probably the best bet on that game. But as far as the spread is concerned, I, I don't know where Baker Mayfield is health-wise, and I don't know if I can back him in a game like this where he will have to keep up with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, where, where would you guess this line, if Baker or Keenum are in, where would that go? We're sitting seven and a half currently. And the Chiefs' COVID news, it opened mm -hmm. at 10, multiple players out, uh, Mahomes' best weapons on offense on the list right now, and it's down to seven and a half. We know if they're back in, it's going to get bumped up. Uh, so mm -hmm. how much movement are, are you expecting here if those players are to go in? I'm expecting significant movement in large part because I think we understand that the tertiary receiving uh, receiving options, I guess, for Kansas City really haven't been able to do very much. And I'm talking about McCall Hardman and guys like that, uh, you know, Byron Pringle, those guys. Yeah. They haven't been stepping up very much. And the reason why the Chiefs are on this winning streak right now and all of a sudden the offense is clicking is because Travis Kelsey has gotten a lot better. Uh, Tyreek Hill has gotten a lot better. You're not seeing as many drops. Uh, I don't necessarily know if Pat Mahomes has been playing at a higher level per se, but definitely the, the two big weapons have gotten a lot better on the streak. Without them, uh, there are some concerns. Now, I do believe that the line will move appropriately, so I'm not necessarily concerned about that. Uh, I do think the Chiefs can cover here, uh, but I also do have my concerns about, you know, who else will be stepping up here because this has been the biggest question as far as why the Chiefs have not been quite the Super Bowl contender that we should be expecting because who's going to be that third, who's going to be that fourth guy, we still don't really know at this point. Yeah, the depth is in there like it has been before. Ed, we appreciate you hopping on. Have a Merry Christmas, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. There he goes. Ed Egros, FanDuel, more ways to win. Valley Sports Bus. He was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckHuel now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BeckHuel. we got a lot to do in the last 40 minutes of the show, including lightning bets. We'll give you our plays for the weekend. And Chuck Esposito is going to join us. Come on the other side. He's the race and sportsbook director for Stations Casino. That is up next right here, as always, on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily. Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.